0: What's up, people? Welcome to the Griff Report Live, Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, the Griff God.
1: Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep. Hotep. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother.
0: Hotep to the Hotepistanis.
1: Hotep.
0: Shout out to all my Hotepistanis. Welcome, welcome. Bonzig, David Murdoch, Art. Shout out to Kay. She made the disclaimer for me. Quarter crawler. Papa Hotep. Uh, Goldstein, what up, man? Protocol, Leah squared Hey, Leah, you're now in my bio. I don't know if you saw that, but you're now in my Twitter bio. It says manager, just waiting for somebody to cancel me for having a uh, a white woman as my manager. Wait till they find out you're a lesbian. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a white lesbian as his manager? He's canceled. In fact, Leah might be the only, her and her wife, girlfriend, I'm not sure, might be the only lesbian couple allowed in Hotepistan. <laughs> Shout out to Leah. She might have to go through uh, Hotep Goldstein's insurgent filtering process. (laughs) See if she's an insurgent. (laughs) What up, Leah? Um, And they say I'm homophobic. My manager's gay. (laughs) Been a while since I caught the Griff report. The new format looks great. What up, Derek? Thank you, man. Thank you. We working. You know, little improvements, little by little every day. You know, little by little. Um, first things first, shout out to my sponsor, Syscoin. Hey, listen, if y'all want to stake on me, y'all want to bet on me, you think I can grow a community in the cryptocurrency world, <sighs> hit that link in the description box below. Get access to the Airdrop group. We're going to drop you some tokens, of course, so you can maneuver around the Hotep verse, Hotepi verse. The the virtual virtual Hotepistan is coming to the crypto verse. Um, it's going to be capped. I know inside the Cryptoverse is going to be capped at two hundred members, I believe. And the group is growing. We're at like a hundred and how many members do we have in the group now? And um, a lot of uh, crypto education is in there as well. Um. here we go, uh, 164 members. We have 164 members here. Uh, so if you guys want advanced notice uh, to join the Hotep community, Hotep is staying in the cryptoverse, hit that link in the description box below, take it to the Telegram and join. And then once the app comes out, basically what happens is you can stake on the group. You can put as much money or as little money as you want and you'll get a return on that. Uh, as the group group grows, so you're also incentivized to help the group grow, right? Cause you put your money up and you want to get a return. So it's a good way to get people involved. Cause right now, you know, if you're in the locals, you're my YouTube member, you're not going to ROI on that besides great content and inside looks. For example, we have new bottles coming to men of water, uh, for our products and, Uh, the next product announcement was made to my YouTube subscriber, uh, members and also our locals. So the people who are in my communities, whether it's our locals or YouTube, if you're in my community, you helped pick the next product. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Not only that, they helped us make some decisions on which product design they like best. So, shout out to everybody that participated in that. We appreciate you, and you'll always get advanced notice. And you'll always get first access to products and everything else that comes out uh, from this world, and exclusive discounts, and of course, access to me. So, if you guys are in my community, use that. Some people are using me and some people aren't. Some people have asked me some great questions and I've gotten into great length to make sure I answer those as thoroughly as possible to help them on their journey, whether it's business or whatever. So make sure you utilize the AI community. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Hotep Jesus community. Uh, also, don't forget, you wanna make a little bit of side cash. You want some recurrent uh, income. Right now, AG is killing it. His recurrent income is crazy um but yeah if you want some recurring income our affiliate program is now open to the public our affiliate program is now open to the public go to men hit the earn button and then sign up there alternatively you can hit the link in the description box below shout out to men of Water. like i said new branding coming new great products new packaging i can't wait to release this we're still like four to six weeks out gotta wait for some samples to come in and once that's done then We'll be rolling these bad boys out and I can't wait to show you what we got. All right, with that being said, uh, so here's something cool that happened, right? So, you know, we get paid from Elon, right? For being a Twitter user. So I made a whopping 42 bucks on my last Elon bucks, right? So because I don't need that fucking shit, like the fuck I'm gonna do with 42 bucks, I'm giving it away. But I'm giving it away in the form of SysCoin. Shout out to my sponsor, Ciscoin. So 42 bucks worth of SysCoin is going out to people who participated in the contest. Now, I took really long time to announce this. I think it's at least it's been maybe over a week now since um, I uh, started this contest, maybe longer, maybe going on two weeks. And I didn't pick a winner because I'm like, how the hell am I pick a winner? I just didn't think this through. Because I told people to reply in a thread, and it's just like, how do you pick a winner? Right? And I want to do it at random. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I'll just use AI. So I'll show you what I did to pick a winner. And then we're going to pick the winner here live. So if you participate in that, we're going to pick the winner here live. So everybody knows there's no cheating going on, there's no inside you know, things happening and, you know, Hotep Jesus gave it to his friends. We're going to do it live. You guys can see right here. I'm going to let the machine pick the winner, okay? So let's go here. I'm going to pull this up on the screen to show you first how I organize the information. So let's, let's put it in this screen. Hold on. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we're here with it. And then we're here with it. Let me see. Can you see that? Okay, great. So basically what happened was I had... Um, if you look at how, how the information looked, right? I just basically copied and pasted it into ChatGPT. I said uh, the prompt here is sort into a spreadsheet all of the names and crypto wallet address associated with them. Discard all other info, right? So I copied and pasted, you know, everybody into here. And then it organized it here as you can see into a spreadsheet uh then i had to append some names because some people are going to quote tweets and then it put it into this spreadsheet like so then i realized you know what i don't even need the damn spreadsheet what i really need is the name so then i told it okay just give me the name so here are all the names now watch this i'm going to copy and paste all of the names like so shout out to jimmy das hotep he's right there at the top we're going to go to random name picker and says, put one name on each line. I did that. Okay. It says number of names to pick. You see that there? And it's set to one. Everybody see that? So everybody know I'm not. This is just some, it's called gigacalculator.com. And uh, all I'm going to do is say, pick a random name. And that's going to be the winner. Whoever's name pops up, that's the winner. All right. And then I'll text them on Twitter right now and let them know that they won $42 worth of CISCoin, which I will send directly from my Pally wallet. If you don't have a Pally wallet, download the app. It's free. Um, P-A-L-I. All right. Everybody ready? Drum roll, please. That's my drum roll, I guess. Um, oh, shit. I forgot to take my master focus. Thank you. Fuck. See, I love when he comes in and chat and reminds me. I remembered every day this week and today, you know why I forgot today? I'm gonna tell you why I forgot today because my camera wasn't working and you're gonna watch my camera shut off later in the stream. I'm actually, I had to connect my camera to Zoom and then Zoom to OBS, just fucking ridiculous. I need my master focus. I need that, I need that. All right, y'all ready? Gonna pick the winner. Here it goes. Trippy BTC. Trippy BTC, you are the winner. All right, let's go let him know. Let's let him know. Where is he? All right, let's go to Twitter. I'm gonna say... Uh... Right here. Uh... Congrats to Tribby BTC. He is wait, I'll say they. I don't know their pronouns. They are the CIS coin giveaway winner. Um send me your uh this coin address done, boom. Y'all seen it right there. You know, no funny games. Pick the winner. There you go. I put the names in there, just pick, and there you go. All right, in case you didn't see it, here it is right here. I'm sorry, you didn't see it. There it is. Randomly picked name, Trippy BTC. Alternatively, I could have had um, I could have had uh, ChatGPT pick the name. Let's take a look at that. Uh, let's see what that looks like. Uh, pick a random name from this list. And let's see what happens. And there it picked Right. So too bad for Stelzaris, ChatGPT was not used in this, but I could have used ChatGPT as well. <clears throat> so there you go. He said, don't I have the address in the spreadsheet? I do have his address in the spreadsheet. However, ChatGPT makes mistakes. So with that being said, I don't want to send to the wrong address. Here's his address. I don't want to send to the wrong address. Um, I want him to confirm. And if he confirms that that is his address, then I have his address already. Um, always important when you're doing crypto confirm 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 you don't want to send money to klaus schwab or something like that by accident all right speaking of klaus schwab i caught something today um so uh i was doing my usual rounds of uh research for uh CBDCs right I wake up in the morning and I uh I do my CBDC research right so something I actually enjoy doing and uh again if you're a part of my locals community I will show you um how I do that um absolutely I will what is going on oh shit my bad um turn that off okay here we go I um I adjusted the uh the, the window size over here, so I want to make sure everything pops up perfect on your screen here. Um, Tribb BTC, did he respond yet? No, just some spam. Um, so let's go to. I'm gonna show you exactly what happened. So uh, here we go. The CBDC update of the day. We're gonna come back to some of this stuff later, but first, let's go to what I spotted right here, Brazil, then I'll pull this up. Let's, uh, let's fix this on your screen here. So this article was published 11 hours ago on coingeek.com. And it says, Brazilian central banker talks about new payment system, CBDCs, digital payments. Now real quick, I'm gonna show you something about how I made, I used to run an entertainment blog, used to own an entertainment blog. We covered hip hop and pop and uh, it took one article for that website to have like this exponential growth. Now, at the time, one of my homeboys had uh, I was broke as shit, but one of my homeboys had just got signed a universal music group. So he got a fat payday and um, I wrote an article. OK, and it exploded and it crashed our website. And basically what happened was Nicki Minaj. Was performing on Great Morning America Now at the time, I really liked Nicki I thought Nicki was beautiful I thought she was gorgeous I thought she was very attractive Wasn't much of a fan of her music You know, uh, because as I told you before I don't like female rap But um, She's on Great Morning America So I'm like, I definitely gotta see her fine ass So I'm watching this shit And um, My memory sensors go off And I'm like, wait a second. I'm pretty sure I just saw an exposed mammary. I'm pretty sure. Wait, rewind. And then I look and her boob popped out of her shirt. And I go, oh, wow, that's definitely a boob. That's a boob. So I began to write the article. Nicki Minaj boob slips out of her top or something like that. Right. Posted it. The only person who notices this, OK, the only well, person, the only media publication who notices this. I post it to my Twitter. Boom, the shit explodes. Now everybody's covering it and the website crashes. And I call my homeboy Universal. I'm like, yo, my website just crashed. I'll make you a partner in this business venture. I just need 500 bucks to buy a dedicated or semi dedicated server. Give me 500 bucks, get a semi-dedicated server, bring the website back online, and the rest is history, right? Same thing happens today, right? Except I didn't publish an article. I um, am doing this stream. Um, now, do I expect it to go viral like the Nikki thing? Absolutely not. But the same thing happened where somebody published a piece of information and missed the big story inside of the story. So let's show you that. Um, and we're going to come back to some of this stuff too. But he said something very interesting in this article. And it seemed to me like a slip up. And it's right here. I'll highlight it. Oh, excuse me. All right, there we go. And again, it, it's, it, this comes back to when you do something, do it right. You know, when people posted the Nicki Minaj thing, they posted it because they wanted to be the first. I always wanted to be the most thorough. Right. So they wanted to be the first to say Nicki Minaj on Good Morning America. But by not being thorough, they missed the booby popping out. Now, me being thorough, I actually watched the clip. So when I cover the story, I can cover it based upon what I saw in the video. Now, the fact that I watched it and was more thorough, I was the first to publish what actually happened in that clip. And if you go look, you can type that in. Nicki Minaj, boo, pops out. Good morning, America. This has been well documented since then, right? So whoever wrote this article missed the big story inside the article. And I'm going to read what he says here. So this is from Brazil's central bank president. And it says, if every country has a digital currency and we are able to connect those currencies digitally. In a fast and secure way, you actually have achieved the goal of having a common currency without actually having to sacrifice your monetary policy. Now, the author even writes here, he says more generally, the central bank boss says CBDCs could solve the same problem. A common global currency would without actually needing to create one. So they actually write it in here. A common global currency. They write it right there. They actually cover it. Why wasn't this the headline? This is a big miss for CoinGeek. It's a big miss for CoinGeek because they could have been the first one to publish this article and everybody would have been freaking out in the crypto world. What, one world, CBDC? So the Brazilian president, exposes something interesting here. Now, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my mind around what this exactly looks like, right? So he's talking about something that is decentralized, and um, many of the technologies, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that in some of the other CBDC content later on, are working on interoperability um, and being able to communicate between um, different blockchains. Uh, yesterday, I published, uh, I forget what country it is, but they're doing uh, testing atomic swaps basically. So that you can move from one style of blockchain technology to another blockchain style of technology and uh, do it in a way that's seamless and without errors, right? And inexpensive. Um, and we're going to cover that in, in, in more detail in a little bit here. But. Um, I'm trying to wrap my mind around what he says, right? So he says, connect those currencies digitally, right? So let's look at that piece before we continue reading, connect these currencies digitally, right? So now I'm thinking about a spider web, just like the internet is the worldwide web, I'm thinking about a spider web and all these different strands are just different blockchains, right? Cool. In a fast and secure way, you can actually have achieved the goal of having a common currency without actually having to sacrifice your monetary policy. Now, that's quite fascinating. That's very fascinating because the programmability would exist, I guess, locally. And if let's say you were to exchange, uh, you know, rupee for ruble. Right. Um, as it hops from one blockchain to another, the transition would be seamless, secure, and automatic. This is, this is, this is very hard for me to wrap my mind around. I understand it theoretically, but practically it's not settling in my mind. What is actually happening here? What is actually happening here? Because What my mind wants to do, and this is the thing with central bankers is they'll say some shit that don't make no sense and you'll be confused. So you have to be careful because sometimes you'll use brain power for some something that is just some game they made up and it just actually doesn't make any sense. Like the whole central banking game, period, just doesn't make any sense. Um, But what my mind wants to jump to is some centralized authority. There has to be some sort of centralized authority as an intermediary um handling some of these settlements jonah ryan put us on to uh the sdrs coming out of the imf so now i'm looking at the imf waiting for them to create a cbdc based upon their sdrs um maybe the bank of international settlements we're going to talk about the bank of international settlements in a minute and what they're working on and that sort of correlates to this story about a one world currency I'm going to get to that in, in just a moment here. I'm still trying to work through what exactly is he saying? Because in a way, it sounds like decentralization. But he's saying. Have a common currency. Amongst the nations. A Common currency. Like I get it, but I don't get it because I get I get swapping BTC for ETH, right? I get swapping BTC for ETH. I get atomic swaps. I get swapping uh, USDT for Syscoin. I get that. Is that what he's talking about internationally, based upon these CBDCs? These wholesale CBDCs, to be specific. But that's not a common currency. And if he says. Without a common currency, does that mean somebody somewhere is talking about having a common currency? hybrid says dollar to bridge currency to ruble yeah but that's not what they're talking about here um he says are fed now in the ccp system the underlying systems that would be used to connect cbdcs they're all digital and exchange rate doesn't matter um yes and no yes and no the fed now is definitely Uh, interconnectivity between financial institutions Um, but you can't officially say it's for the CBDC not yet, not yet, not yet not yet Uh, will FedNow include the carbon credit score too? well FedNow doesn't really operate like that, right now it's just a bridge technology, who's to say that they can't Program something, but right now Fed Now is bank to bank. It's not. It's not retail, like it's retail, but it's not. It's for retail purposes, but it's bank to bank. If that makes sense, it's just a bridge. It's just a bridge. Um, but would there be a social credit system attached? To these things quite possibly. Quite possibly. Um, alright, so let's go to the next story that connects to this, right? Let's pull this up on the screen. Hold on. And you'll see how all this stuff starts to intertwine, right? Um, hold on, my OCD's kicking in. This has to come down at least a few pixels. Okay, wonderful. Um. Oh, wait, before we jump back, before we talk about the Bank of International Settlements, let's first come back to this, because he says something else crazy in here right here. Mr. Uh, uh, Roberto Campos Nito Neto. Basically, what he says is, first of all, uh, he's talking about Drex. Um, Drex is their CBDC. And it stands for digital, real, electronic transactions. If I remember correctly. And, uh, basically what he says is Drex is just a token issued out of a deposit, just a token issued out of, out of a deposit. So when you issue a deposit, tokens represent those deposits, right? That's how it currently is. Okay. (laughs) Now. We have to keep in mind that's how banking worked in the early Byzantine empire, the early Byzantine empire and other empires as well, where if you made a deposit, you deposit X amount of gold, you got a certificate or paper money that represented that amount in gold. Okay. That's how banking started out. Does everybody understand that? So you hand me, X amount of gold. I hand you a piece of paper that says this represents that amount of gold. And there will only be the amount of papers existing as there is gold. There will be no more. There will be no more printing, right? So this is how traditional banking starts off. Now, later on, they go, well, this gold is sitting here and I can just print paper, so we can just lend out paper and nobody's really going to come back and ask for their gold in the meantime. So we can flip this and make some money, All right? So they want to, you know, loan out. Based upon your deposits, based leveraging your deposits. So he says here, it's just a token issued out of a deposit, and from that, I created a comic strip. Now, maybe I should show you the struggle I went through to make this comic strip. Maybe that's entertaining value for you. So let's let's show you um, my struggle to create a comic strip using artificial intelligence. So. Here's my image generation. It's uh dolly three. And um, so, all right, let's go here, right? Okay, so right here. So this is my first attempt. Actually, I, oh, it doesn't have my attempts because I erased a bunch of them. Oh, you can't even see it. Anyway, I went through a, a huge, oh wait, no, there's some here. Okay, yeah, there, there's some here because I had to reiterate on it. Uh, so here's one. Um, I tried to create a comic strip to, and it just didn't get my vision completely. Although it didn't do a bad job. It wasn't terrible. Uh, this one was fairly decent. This one was fairly decent attempt, but, um, it didn't quite capture what I wanted. Right. So then I tried again and this came out and it's definitely, this definitely wasn't what I wanted. Right. So now I tried again and it started getting closer it started getting closer, but still not quite what I wanted. And then I got here and just settled and said, you know what, this is good enough. I'll take it. And I got this version first, right. But I didn't like he was smiling over here. I wanted him to be sad. I wanted the banker to be sad in the first example and then happy in the second example. So then this is the one I settled upon. And this I thought really captured what I was trying to say, right? So the comic strip basically saying, here's the banker and life is good. Everybody's life is good, right? And the banker, he's kind of upset. And then you look at the second slide there and He's got all the tokens. All these tokens have been printed. He's super rich. But if you look behind him, there's this dystopian, disheveled world behind him. This city behind him. And I did that to uh, You said you have to up the bread to get Dolly. Well, you just get ChatGPT four. ChatGPT GPT chat GPT four comes with Dolly. Comes with Dolly three. Um Let me close out the random name picker. We handled that already. So let's come back. Let's come back to the story. Like I said. And, uh, what does he say? He says, it's just a token issued out of a deposit, but that's how traditional banking started out as just a piece of paper issued out of a deposit. So then I take the Twitter and, um, as I'm reading this, you know, I could have published this tweet, this tweet without the comic strip. It would have been out. It took me 30 minutes to get this right. Um, but that's how much I care about curating content, even though I know it's not going to get the hits and likes. It's just, it just has to, it has to be my vision. I'm very particular about how my tweets look. And I said, Brazil's central bank president said a CBDC is just a token issued out of a deposit. But how long until they issue more tokens than deposits? so I'm very alarmed when it comes to the c b d c now i mean now I'm like, oh shit, you guys are about to do fucking fractional reserve banking with the digital currency. Oh my Jesus um yeah, this this. <sighs> What is this? So now I'm thinking, what does this mean for our government? Because if they print the money based upon bonds, well, I guess they'll just they'll mint uh, digital tokens based upon the bonds. I guess they'll just be a, a change of mechanism because it's all digital now anyway. All right. I just wanted to think through that. So let's go to the next story now, right? Let's go to the next story. Um, where is it? All right, here we go. So I'm going to come down to here. Bank of international settlements. Where is it? Okay. The last story right here. So, uh, the bank of international settlements, uh, publishes this guide, right? It's called project Polaris uh Jonah do your work what is what are they trying to say here when they issue Jonah Ryan I need this temp for Kufi on tight for this when the bank of international settlements publishes something called project polaris in regards to offline cbd cbdc payments what are they really saying project polaris cbdc offline payments bank of international settlements what are they saying anyway Um, you can probably read through this on your own time. I'm not going to sit here and read through this, um, now, uh, but I will show you something. I will show you something that's quite key, uh, or I should say interesting. And they have a list of vendors. They have a list of vendors working on this technology and they basically put their bid in to say, Hey, we want to work on the offline CBDC. All right. And it's somewhere here in the appendix. All right, here we go, right here. It says right here, acknowledgements. Bank of International Settlements, they have the acknowledgements, right? Blah, 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 blah. And then right here it says, solution vendor participants for the deep dive exercise. And who do we see right there? Google and IBM. So Google's working on a CBDC. IBM's working on us on the CBDC, basically producing technology to handle offline payments. Remember we talked about Australia the other day, Australia wanted to issue offline loans. They wanted people to get access to financial aid and be able to borrow money while not having connectivity to the internet. So offline payments is seems to be a big issue when it comes to this stuff, because how are you going to operate without offline payments? What did we do before? I mean, all these digital payments, what did we do before? So what they're saying now is if you're at the grocery store or wherever you are and, you know, the internet goes down, oh, we still going to be able to transact, which, you know, in theory, sounds like a good idea. Like, good, well, I can still buy my groceries and I don't have to worry about, you know, the internet. Um, They're even talking about Um, In here somewhere, they're talking about uh, using the connectivity of your cell phone. So you want to settle a payment at the grocery store or at the point of sale and uh, you want to settle that payment. They'll use your phone, your phone connectivity. If the Internet is down, they'll say, all right, well, we can just use your Internet off your phone. Oh, wow. Look at this cash app. Shout out to Kelson. Thank you for the big boy cash app. Dollar sign. who tapped Jesus. Thank you. You are appreciated. They just sent me 50 bucks, man. I got the 50 bucks. I just lent back out. See how God loves you. See that? When you give other people money, it comes right back. You know, so I gave out 50 bucks today and somebody just sent me 50 bucks. It's a wash. Look at that. Beautiful, man. Beautiful world. We live in. Thank you, Kelson. You are simply amazing. I should probably shout out my other cash appers because sometimes you guys cash at me and I forget to shout you out. Khaled Cooper blessed us last night. Um, Haram Life. Appreciate you, Daryl and Jeffrey. I appreciate y'all for the for the super uh, for the cash apps. Um. If you guys do cash at me, uh, I prefer to receive cash app in Bitcoin, but cash is fine, too. All right. So Google and IBM are working on the CBDC. Now, while the Federal Reserve governors and presidents and all those people are talking about, oh, there's no CBDC. Um, everybody's working on it. And and it's 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 very interesting. JP. Um, so let's let's talk about JPM coin. And let's pull this up on your screen. So JP Morgan has their own digital token and they're using that to settle B2B transactions, um, bank to bank transactions. And they said they're doing currently 1 billion worth of transactions a day, a day. Okay. So they already have a quote unquote CBDC. It's not a central bank digital currency. It's just a bank digital currency. A bank digital currency. So a BDC. No CBDC. BDC. So this is their BDC um, bank digital currency. And they're doing a billion dollars worth of transactions, right? So. <laughs> We know J.P. Morgan created the Federal Reserve, right? This is all historical fact. This is no woo-woo Illuminati conspiracy theory. This is just fact. He hosted it at his uh, hotel or mansion, um, uh, Jekyll Island, Georgia, right? We know this, okay. Um, So J.P. Morgan, Chase, uh, issue their own BDC, right? bank digital currency. Keep in mind, we said there's no CBDC coming. But JPM's ahead of the curve. We know they call a lot of shots or make suggestions to the Federal Reserve and Congress for monetary policy because they're the experts. So they're ahead of the curve. And you have to pay attention to this stuff because If they have the JPM coin, that means they have the bank digital currency. That means at any point, they could probably issue that or transact in that. In fact, that's exactly what they wanna do. And I'll show you here. Um, Is it in this article? All right, so let's type in, let's type in JPM Coin Retail. Here it is right here. So it says right here, JPM Coin plans retail expansion as it secures 1 billion in daily transactions. No, thanks. Um, hold on. So it says here its use remains restricted to JPM's institutional customers who use it to transfer U.S. dollars held on deposit at the bank, facilitating the movement of liquidity, funding and payments. JPM gets transacted on a daily basis, mostly in USD, Da-da-da, retail use right here. So George uh, George Kolopoulos uh, revealed plans to extend its utility by developing a retail version of the coin the next step in that journey, quote unquote, is to think about how you can create a more retail version of that so that you can bring that same efficiency to consumers, right? So they're bringing this BDC, bank digital currency, to consumers. So this is the precursor to the CBDC. Great stream last night, thank you, I appreciate that. This is the precursor to to the CBDC. BDC. First, then you add the C later and you get CBDC. Um, I haven't fully applied much thought to this because this this news is new and I'm trying to keep track of everything going on. But um, I'm going to give this some thought to think about what are the potential ramifications of JPM issuing a bank digital currency and how that ties into a CBDC outside of this small brain stuff, like the small brain stuff. You're going to say, well, it's training people to use the CBDC. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get that. We get that. But there's more important things to try and extrapolate here. Um, What if, what if JPM is the test pilot for the CBDC? still kind of small-brained that's still kind of small It's kind of low-hanging fruit i wanted to go galaxy take and say what if this is the cbdc what if the, the central bank goes hey everybody we're transacting the jpm now that's technically not constitutional it's, i don't think that'll pass congress so it's too big of a galaxy take right there's no way we're going to be the new currency is jpm coin is that just not going to happen so you might have to just settle on one of the smaller brain takes and say, look, you know what's happening here? It's very simple. Um, it's test pilot. It's training people to use a BDC. It's creating the infrastructure for a CBDC by laying out the BDC. So as they say, there's no plans for a CBDC. It needs congressional approval. JPM's rolling out a BDC. They already have a B2B BDC. Now they're rolling out a B2C BDC. There's a lot of letters and shit going on here. Um, now my brain's hurting. Uh, IBM was a Nazi's favorite contractor in World War II. This is correct. Um, who else? SO, which is now Exxon. Uh, IG Farben, uh, General Electric, uh, to name a few. Who was the one that was making um, the Zyklon B gas? What's the name of that company? Standard Oil was involved in the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. It is all well documented in my book, *The Patriot Report: Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War*, available now on HotepJesus.com. It's the ultimate book that allow you to just debate the shit out of a lefty.
1: Hotep, you're a genius. HotepJesus.com That's
0: why, you know, I was in a space the other day and people were trying to debate me. I'm like, do y'all know I wrote a fucking book on this shit? Like, I did a two-year research paper. (laughs) A two-year research paper on our financial system took me two years. How many books I had to read? I had to stop writing a book just to read a book. I was up at night underneath the covers fucking tearing through pages of Rothbard's work and I'll show you another book I read that was a source for my material. I didn't take too much from this book, but I did need to read the book. Um here it is. Let's see if here we go, right here. Um I'll put this up on the screen. This is another great document. America's Sixty Families. So if you want to talk about like who the Illuminati is or whatever Uh, this book goes into great detail about, um, you know, some of those richest families that were dictating monetary policy. So I included some of this, not a lot of it, like actually very minute amount. I I think maybe one page of this and really what it was is I was getting information from a source and it was citing other sources. So. I wanted to verify that the information I got from this source actually did exist in this source and the context in which it existed. So that's what, so when somebody cited American 60 families, I was, I wasn't just going to go to America's 60 families and just, you know, just take it. I was like, now nah, I got to read at least three quarters of the book or two thirds of the book. Right. Um, Cause I don't read introductions and I don't read conclusions. Um, I usually just read like the stuff that's the meat, pause. Never feel compelled to read a whole book. Um, in fact, you sh- sometimes you shouldn't even read a book in order. Uh, only type of book you should probably read in order is like maybe a biography uh, or a fiction book. All right, so America 60 Families, put that on your desk. Let's move on before I go off on a whole nother tangent. So, IBM, Google working on. Uh, Offline CBDC with the Bank of International Settlements. JP Morgan issuing a B2B BDC, working on a B2C BDC. Crazy. Let's go to the next story, as if we haven't covered a lot already. Um, Let's go right here. Bank of England official says UK likely to need a digital pound. So, shout out to the UK. They're working on a uh they're talk they're discussing a CBDC. Right? Now, story that goes along with that, here, this was published I think this morning. When was this? Yeah, this morning this was published. Uh Digital Pound Consultation received over fifty thousand responses with privacy uh, a major concern. So basically these people said, um, You know we got some issues i'll show you in my tweet here because i basically wrote the uh, synopsis in my tweet and what they're concerned with is privacy programmability and a decline of cash right that's that's really what they're concerned with so what's going to happen to physical cash now some countries are more frank than others uh i believe it was one of the it was either india i think it was india But don't quote me on that, who basically said. um, I'm sorry, uh, Turkey raised the interest rates like 35 percent in their country that that stat just popped in my mind and I read this morning. R.I.P. Turkey anyway. um, Yeah. So India is one of these countries that uh, basically, I I believe, said, you know, there's not going to be any cash. Cash is gone. I might not be right on that country, but some countries are more frank. It might've been Australia. Australia sounds like the right one, but they basically said there ain't going to be no cash. We don't need cash. We've got the CBDC Fuck cash. So it's a big concern. What's going to happen to physical cash. Um, we know Nigeria eliminated physical cash and then had to bring it back uh, because they just completely destroyed a portion of their country. They had to re- uh, resort to the barter system. I covered that already. Um, so that's a concern from these people, right? This watchdog group, Um, uh, programmability, programmability, basically saying we can program into the money, a social credit system. I don't have to explain that. You guys are already familiar with that. So that's a concern, social credit system and other, you know, various surveillance mechanisms as far as programmability is concerned, which leads us to privacy. So privacy is also a concern. Probably the most major concern is privacy. Them being able to snoop on your transactions and they can snoop on your transactions. They can take you to court for not paying your taxes or whatever else it may be. Whatever other game they got going on. All right. Next, Uh, Germany. Germany has a swift killer. Remember, uh, I think like a month ago or so. I said, yo, what's going to happen to Swift with all this CBD, CBDC stuff? I can't even say the letters anymore. What's going to happen to Swift? Are they going to go out of business? What's going to happen? Sister Otis says, uh, HJ book, the Patriot report has listed all the sources for his information. Very thorough. Yes. Yes. I cite somebody who said they was reading my book. I got a copy right here. And, um, every single thing's got a number next to it and it's cited right at the bottom of the page. I, I, cause you know, when I wrote it, I ain't want nobody arguing with me. I ain't want nobody calling me a conspiracy theorist. I wanted people to get the information and know the source of the information. So every single line that I pull from a source, I'll show you the source So you can go look it up. So it's well sourced over 200 citations to over 200 pages. I had somebody complain about my book. Um, One complaint, one complaint said um, I was hoping to get Hotep Jesus's opinion on the information throughout the book, but it was not there. And that was that was by design. That was by design. Again, when I wrote the Patriot report or when I published the report, it's called the Patriot report. It's not supposed to have opinions. It's a report. That's what it's called. It's a report. I wrote a report on our central bank system. I did not want opinions because an opinions would give the left something to attack. And I wanted something that would be impervious to leftist attack. And this book is impervious to leftist attack. That's why I said this is the ultimate thing to battle a lefty. You get this book right here and you study this. I study this, because there's no way I was able to retain all the information in the book, even as I wrote it. I study this book. I study my own work, but I didn't want the leftists to be able to attack it. And then when you add opinions, people can attack it from all different political spectrums. They can attack it. So I omitted my opinions, and all I did was write a one-page conclusion and my one-page com- uh, conclusion isn't about the information. It's a psychological analysis of people. <laughs> and I'll let you get the book, and you can you can, uh, you can, can read it. All right? It's available on hotepjesus.com.
1: Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. But it's
0: impervious to attack. I published it. It's been out two years now, and nobody's attacked me for it. Nobody. Because they can't. Because they can't. <laughs> It's bulletproof. Okay. This is a bulletproof document right here called the Patriot Report. And I named it the Patriot Report because everybody who considers themselves a Patriot needs to own a copy. All right. After your kids finish learning world history, have them read this. I I won't even have my kids read this until they finish learning. Right now, I got them reading um, H.G. Wells' Outline of History because we homeschool. So they'll be finishing that book within the coming months. Um, And after they're done with world history, this is the next document they'll be reading. And then we'll dive into some other forms of U.S. history. But you gotta know this U.S. history, you gotta know the history of money in America for all the other things to make sense. Because when you study U.S. history, they always talk about war. But again, this is called the Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War. So before I teach my children about the Revolutionary War and the Civil War and all the details and the generals and all of that, I need them to know about the money behind it as a preface, as a background in their head. So when they read about the Civil War and a Revolutionary War, they see bankers behind all of the information.
1: Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com.
0: So what's happening with Swift? What is going to happen to Swift, the international bank settlement intermediary? Deutsche Bank and SE Ventures test new blockchain system that lets stable coins, CBDCs and different blockchains communicate. Wow. So Germany's coming out with a swift killer. All right. That's over here. You can go read about that over on CoinDesk. Shout out to CoinDesk. I'm not affiliated with any of these publications. So when I cite them, it's purely because that's where the information got from. I uh, got it from. Again, I'm not one of these content creators that steals information. If I find some information, I'm going to source it for two reasons. One, so you can do your own research. Two, in case I am wrong, you don't blame me, you blame them.
1: Hotep, you're a genius, hotepjesus.com.
0: Okay, so if it's some fake information, at least you know the source of the fake information and you don't blame me because that's what happens to a lot of these content creators. They steal information and then when they're wrong, they try to hide their hand, but they can't because they never sourced their information. So this is how you protect people and you protect yourself. So I protect you by sourcing everything by giving you the source so you can do your own research and find out the particulars and ideas and extrapolate your own opinions, but also to protect myself. All right. Very important, and and it's just the right thing to do. Fucking source your material, bro. Like cite your sources. i again. I was in a debate the other day, and the dude asked me, you know, the same fucking dumbass question that people always want to argue about. Right wing, uh, or white nationalists argue this, and black nationalists of some some sort argue this about, you know, we're black people here in America already or whatever. And he asked me, what do I think? And instead of telling him what I thought, I just cited sources. Right. So um, now I know these people haven't done the research I have. So I gave them. Um, and, and this is this is what's interesting about life, right? This is what's interesting about life. You see this right here. So when they said to me that, you know, uh, it, it sounds absurd that I that black people were in America already. I just said, well, what do you think about King Kamehameha, King Kamehameha, Kamehameha, right? The first thing they said, what is this, Dragon Ball Z? And I'm like, yeah, technically that is Dragon Ball Z. But where do you think they got it from? Where do you think they got that name from? The Asians, see, the thing is, when people make content, they're great studiers of historians. That's why you see so much symbology and esoteric and occult stuff in your movies and your TV shows and your cartoons, because these people are very educated people. They are researchers and they, and they, when they, you see a creative never really is a creative. He's usually a borrowing from somebody. So instead of borrowing from another fiction or another artist, they borrow from history. Right. So you see here, Kamehameha, Kamehameha. So I said it and they all laughed like, what is this Dragon Ball Z? And I kind of like, I laugh too. I have my mic on mute, but I laugh too, but I'm like, I, yeah, I just don't know. And as John Henry Clark said, every time you speak, you're just going to tell me what you have not read. So I bring this up. Now I don't, I don't tell people what to think. I just cite sources. And I try to give primary sources. So here we got the king right here. That's a black man. It's a black man. Says right here, ruler of the Hawaiian Islands. They had a civil war. They had a civil war. You can go read about all of this. I'm not going to get into all of it. But one thing about me is I'm not going to give you rhetoric. When I give you rhetoric, you'll know it's rhetoric. But in order to empower you, I'll just cite sources. I'll just cite sources. That's all I do. I just cite sources. Here, go read this. Go read that. And how about this piece of uh, empirical evidence? How about this black man? They got a statue of him. They got a statue of him. The original people of the islands. We're partly, some of them are black, some of them are Asian. It's a mixed group of people. It's a mixed group of people. And the thing is, when people talk about the Americas or any nation, they 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 have this monolithic thinking of, oh, it was just one type of people there. Well, you think America had just one type of people here before the arrival of European explorers? Shit, the Vikings made it over here. Leif Erikson and then made it over here. You don't think Leif Erikson came over here and found him a bad bitch?
1: Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com.
0: Leif Erikson got on that boat, left Europe, came to America, probably seen a bad little baddie in a feather skirt, and was like, yo, I gotta have that, and made himself some mixed baby. Somebody around here probably a mixed baby a Leif Erikson and a black woman, or a native woman, or a Mongolian woman, or an Asian woman. You think there was just one type of people on this land like common sense tells you there would be mixed people everywhere but you know motherfuckers can't think that far because they think oh it's just one type of person here just the mongols and just this and just that and it's just like oh my god it's not like that in america now why would it be then <laughs> and then they track back a millennia how old is humanity humanity's so damn old You don't think we've been moving around this earth as long as we've been here? Thousands of years. Look at how we move around in just 10 years, one year. I don't know. Shit, even Lincoln got it. uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln even went to Egypt. People are weird. So again, the point is, a waifu. (laughs) The point is I'm just gonna cite sources, and then whatever you do with the information is on you, right? I, I can't, I can't help you beyond that. You, you gotta extrapolate your own opinions. I always say I don't tell people what to think, I don't tell people how to think or what to think. I just want them to think. It's that simple. It's that simple. Um, we're gonna open up phone lines soon i just want to play this video real fast 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. oh he deleted the tweet yeah because he was passing around fake news um i'm actually let's show you this piece of fake news first and i'm gonna show you what gives jewish people a bad rap look at this right here look at this shit that gives jewish people a bad rap so here's a rabbi these rabbis fucking suck dick pause um literally and figuratively. That's a whole other story for another day. Um, Students at UCLA today chanting Israel, Israel, you can't hide. We want Jewish genocide, right? So this is what he claims they're saying. Now, people in the comments and even the community notes says they were chanting Israel, Israel, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. But he's going to sit up here and fucking lie. This is another example of For example, when Rudy comes up and he talks about the people with the megaphone, the people with the microphone, they have the loudest voices and he says they don't represent us. And he's talking about some of these, you know, Con Inc., X Division, uh, LARPing, red, white conservatives, so-called conservatives, neocons, right? And it's the ones with the biggest microphone that represent these people. the Jewish people are no different you got lying motherfuckers like this rabbi Rabbi Michael Barclay fucking scumbag who will contort information for a fucking political agenda who will lie and then what people will say is well Jews are liars no that's not true the upper political class of all people practice a form of deceptive manipulation. Black motherfuckers do it, white motherfuckers do it, and Jewish motherfuckers do it. We all of our intelligentsia practice a form of, intelli- of, of de- uh, deception. Fucking scumbag, Rabbi Michael, you fucking, you're trash, bro. You are trash, and I don't even agree with those protesters. But anyway let's come to something more interesting something more edifying something really big brain let's watch this
2: it's it's going to i haven't turned it on yet when i do it's going to blast out a 65 kilohertz beam because the wavelength is so small it doesn't spread because 65 kilohertz has a wavelength like that it's going to be in that sense similar to a laser it just comes right out as a beam Now, how do we make that audible? Well, they put a modulation on top of the 65 kilohertz. There's a modulation. And now, here's the next thing I have to tell you. That 65 kilohertz is very high amplitude. It won't hurt you, we don't think. (laughs) You certainly can't hear it, and we don't think it'll hurt you. And um, it's very high amplitude. And what happens when you have two sound waves like this, sound plus sound can create sound but only at high amplitudes. At low amplitudes, sound waves just travel right through each other. You may be sort of familiar with this, but at high amplitudes, you can create sound. So what happens in this apparatus is the audio sound, the sound that you're going to hear, is actually created in the beam, not here. And because it's created in the beam and it stays in the beam, you have a beam of sound. So let me demonstrate this for you. Let me turn it on. And I'm gonna find the piece of music that we like. Yeah. You may not like it. The Eagles. <laughs> yes. You like the Eagles? Yes. Okay, good. Oh we have a we have a friendly audience this year. Yeah. I think they're just saying it to make us feel better. Right.
0: That's a CD player to let you know how old this is.
2: 2000 dollars It's not our money. Now the sound that you're hearing is being created in this beam, it almost sounds like it's coming from your head. So let me hit, let me try to scan the whole audience here so everybody gets to hear this. Absolutely remarkable. Pete, are you getting it? Bounce it off the wall. Look at where the hands are raised. It's... Uh...
0: So he says, Professor bounces sound waves carrying music that can only be heard inside your head. This experiment at a college, he played an Eagle song. Look at the student's reaction. If a professor can, you know our government can activate broken people to carry out heinous acts. Lord have mercy. Beaming messages inside your head. Now, if he was doing this, you saw that was like a CD player, a CD player, like, you know, the little portable Walkman joints from back in the day. Imagine what they got now. Yeah, you hearing things. <laughs> hey, Lizzie, y'all better stay hotel bro. <laughs> y'all better stay hotel. It's a wild world out here. Um, Last piece, and then we're going to go to the phone lines. I'm running a little bit over today, but there's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about. And I'm going to bring this up here. Um, let's play. Let's put this on the screen. So here we have a now deleted tweet. It wasn't deleted earlier, but now it's deleted. But Constantine Kissen says, uh, people who routinely get community noted for posting misleading information about highly controversial topics should have their accounts labeled in some way so people know they're sus. There needs to be some sort of disincentive for posting lies on Twitter right now. I want to talk about this. And when the callers call in, we can discuss this. So I want to do it not for information because information can be deemed misinformation depending on who the authority is. And we saw that before where people said, oh yeah, the vaccines are safe and effective. And now it's like, oh, well, you know, uh, well actually, you know, kids, uh, you know, what they say, fourteen to seventeen more likely to develop myocarditis and pericarditis following inoculation from Pfizer. And now they're coming out with more articles about older folks. Or uh, I think ABC News mentioned it. Let's see if we can find that. Um, ABC. Uh, said. Let's say uh, vaccine, elderly, stroke. Let's see what pops up here, right here. COVID-19 flu vaccines may cause small increase in stroke among elderly study says, right? There's ABC published this yesterday and there's other places that have published the same information, right? Stuff that we've been on, who has been told you, whatever, whatever. So as far as information is concerned, no, I don't think we should limit it based upon information. Now, the video that was posted here, I just was able to recall what it was. It was a clip of soldiers, you know, uh, hopping off of an airplane and the person captioned it with, um, you know, basically uh, American soldiers boots on the ground and, uh, for the for the Gaza conflict, right? Turns out community notes hit him and said, Nah, this is 2021 and it was some sort of exercise in Ukraine or something like that. So, and then he flipped the video. Um, it it was some sort of flip that he did with the video vertical flip, vertical mirror flip or something like that. And, um, so he tried to pass it off as something new, but it was old. What I want is not information, um, to be censored. What I want is demonetization Four accounts who specifically post misleading videos. So if the video is of one thing. But they purported to be of something else. Three strikes and you out. First strike. We're going to count as a warning. Second strike. We're going to let you know like third time. Yo, you demonetized. And when that third time comes around, you're just demonetized. And what this will do is it'll limit the amount of misinformation posted online. It's gonna make these grifters think twice, cause the only thing they care about is money. That's why I say don't put nothing on their account. Just demonetize their asses. Secondary, you might want to label their account as "All right, this motherfucker is just fake news." Right? It should be a fake news badge next to it. Right? So that they think twice before posting some shit, they'll verify it, or at least say in the caption, I have not verified what this video is. Here's what I think it is. Because they don't do that. They just grab the first video they see and go, oh, look, this is what this is. And then everybody runs with it. So I'd love to talk to you guys about that. We're going to go to phone lines 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. And I'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break.